You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. interested in self-care, one day I stumbled across Erica Gragg and her company Escape to Shape. A self-proclaimed gypsy setter, Erica believes in the sophisticated yet down-to-earth way of living, blending traveling, local flavors, experiences, and entertaining with balance and wellness. Her company creates a unique travel itinerary that serves as the perfect backdrop and platform for discerning guests to rediscover themselves while discovering a new culture. Thank you so much for talking with me, Erica. Thanks for having me, Allie. I'm happy to be here. So first, introduce yourself and talk about your background. Well, as you said, my name is Erica Gregg, and I am the co-founder of Escape to Shape, which um, curates destination wellness vacations around the world that combine luxury, fitness, travel and the opportunity to reconnect with like-minded travel to connect with like-minded travelers and reconnect with yourself. Before I was um, the founder of Escape to Shape, I actually started a fitness program called Bikini Bootcamp, which I ran in Tulum, Mexico. And I got out of that um, and transitioned into Escape to Shape in about 2009, 2008-2009. And before that, I was working in public relations in New York City for LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, and I was planning events and PR-related activities for Moet and Chandon Champagne and Dom Perignon Champagne, which, funny enough, I realized recently, actually gave me a lot of, provided me with a lot of skills and opportunity to do what I do today. Mm. Um, so just dealing with, you know, big budgets and travel around the world and handling people's needs and customer service and that sort of thing. So it all ties together. So what led from that background then to a starting Escape to Shape? So I realized when I was living down in Mexico that as much as I love the beauty of the beach and as much as I love the program that I had co-created, I really wanted to see more of the world. And I noticed that there was a lot of people out there who also wanted to see more of the world. Mexico is wonderful, but to have the same program operate, to offer the same program in the same location over and over again does not provide you much of an opportunity to really get outside of your comfort zone and to um, experience other cultures and to experience yourself in other cultures. So Escape to Shape is the result of my desire to see the world and the, um, the need I found for a program that provided people the opportunity to feel safe when traveling solo to unique destinations, but also stay in shape along the way and to grow not only um, as a person, but also to, you know, maybe become stronger physically as well, or to, and to be nurtured from the inside out through healthy food and through um, exercise. So it was really, I found a niche and I found a need and I filled it. Um, I think many people would say this is a dream job. So great <laughs> job in doing that. Thank you. <laughs> so the premise of Escape to Shape is taking time out for yourself and thinking about your needs and your desires and actually acting on them. So talk to us about why you think that is such an important aspect to keep in mind. 
So in today's world, we're being pulled in so many different directions at all times. And there's um, distractions that are coming from all different directions as well. So it makes it even that much more important to stop and take time out for ourselves, whether it be to meditate for a few minutes every day, whether it's to take an exercise class, to go on a walk, to nourish our body from the inside out. There's so many different ways that we can take care of ourselves. It doesn't have to just be about time. So what advice would you give to first-time travelers? Oh, I love when I love it when a first-time traveler <laughs> joins us. You know, they come with such a with some fear obviously because you're traveling to places that are unknown and I think a healthy a healthy dose of fear is also exciting and adds to the experience. But I would give a first-time traveler the advice to um, let go and to try to not make the experience what you already know, to let it be what it actually is, and just to surrender to the beauty of that. Um, for example, if you travel to Sri Lanka and you expect Sri Lanka to be just like Arizona, you're going to be disappointed. So if you can let go of that expectation and just embrace what the, the new country, in this case Sri Lanka, has to offer, I can guarantee that the rewards will be many and that you will learn not only a lot about yourself, but also a lot about other people and other cultures and that this sense of attachment of that there's only one way of doing something it really opens your eyes to the fact that there's actually different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really healthy and a very um, important, important view to have of the world. And oftentimes it makes the world feel bigger because you experience these new cultures that you may have never even thought about. But it, in a way, it also makes the world smaller. Right, exactly. And you realize that we are all so alike and that we're all human and that we all want the same things in our life and that we're all trying to um, to survive and to take care of ourselves. And you know, there are some, to be selfish, for example, sometimes is a privilege that you get to have, that you have that time and the resources and even the knowledge to, that you know that it's good and okay to take care of yourself. Mm. And some of these other countries, you know, they're just trying to find enough to eat for their family. And so it's, you know, it does put things into perspective and that you realize how lucky you are and also how similar we all are in our desires and our needs and our wants. And also just, as you said, how small the world actually is. Now, when travelers come to you, obviously they're, they're, they have different expectations or desires to get out of this experience. What yes. do you ultimately hope that they achieve from uh, the experiences you're curating for them? I My ultimate goal is that they feel really taken care of um, because they are often people who have to take care of others, whether it be know, supporting themselves, supporting their family, being a mother, being a father, being a caretaker to an elderly parent, whatever it may be, whatever role it may be, this is time away where they can actually be taken care of. 
And I love being able to provide that for people. Um, I also, my, another wish for everyone is that they're able to reconnect with themselves and reconnect to that part of their, to, to whatever makes their soul sing. Um, a lot of times people are so busy just trying to survive every day, you know, and that does, I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's, you know, you get, you have breakfast and you go to work and you got to get your workout in and, you know, you want to see your friends and you're doing all these things that you, that you might forget to tap back into what really truly makes your soul sing. And that is another, um, goal for each of our experiences that we offer is that not only can you feel nurtured and cared for, but that you can also tap back into yourself and reconnect to yourself and discover what makes your soul sing. Mm. What makes your soul sing. I like that. (laughs) So do you have a success story? I'm interested to hear this of someone that has used your services, escape to shape and changed their life. I have many, and I'm very proud to say that. Um, It would be hard to just choose one to highlight here, but I'm going to give you a few examples. Um, We have had clients who have gone on to start their own non-for-profit charity organizations, which are still thriving today based on experiences that they had with us in different countries. We have clients who have made major job transitions in the sense of quitting their job entirely and pursuing an entirely different career. Um, We've had clients who have decided to um, have a baby on their own, a couple of them, because they just hadn't found the right partner yet, but did not want to miss out on the experience of being a mother. Um, And we've had clients who have um, left relationships that were not serving them or that were not um, healthy anymore, whether that even be with friends or with um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a loved one. Um, we've seen a lot of people who have made major life changes through their experience of being um, nurtured and being taken care of throughout the week and also being you know, challenged throughout the week and being in a different environment that um, showed them other ways of experiencing the world. So, and then we have other clients who, you know, they just have a wonderful vacation. So it's really about where you are in your life. I think a lot of people are in transition, whether realizing it or not, but the transition could be a very subtle one. It doesn't have to be so profound that you're going to, you know, run off and, you know, quit your job and start a charity organization or that you're going to go and have a baby by yourself. I mean, these are big, big decisions, obviously. Um, but it can be as simple as deciding, for example, this past week when I was in Botswana, one of the clients was going through a career change and I spoke to her a couple of days ago and I said, you know, did you, were you able to get any clarity through your trip? And she said, you know, I was able to realize that while I don't know what I'm going to do next, I do know that it will have more meaning. And that's a really big decision to me, big, you know, big light that comes on, you know, when you've been working in corporate America for a long time and all of a sudden you realize through your time away just for you with us that you want your next career move to have more meaning and to be more impactful. So I think powerful tool. it's a very powerful tool and I'm constantly amazed and constantly um, humbled by the vulnerability and the openness of our guests. So you travel quite a bit yourself. Um, you're actually talking to us today from Italy. Um, Indeed I am. So how do you balance all of this? You, you're, you're doing your business, you're traveling yourself, <laughs> like you, you have a lot going on, Erica. This is true. I actually sometimes have to step back and um, 
you know, remind myself to balance everything, to practice what I preach, because it's a very, very important part of living a balanced life is being aware of those moments when you are starting to get out of balance. Um, for me, there's a few things that really help to keep me in balance um, as I do travel, probably about nine to 10 months out of the year. Um, one would be that I watch what I eat, and I don't mean that that I don't mean that in a way of um, restricting myself, but I mean that more in a way of just nourishing my body from the inside out and trying to stick to a highly anti-inflammatory diet, so that I can really feel like my body's functioning at its optimal level, especially as I move to different time zones all the time. Um, staying hydrated it also is another really key element of that. Um, I use my meditation. I use meditation apps quite often. Uh, you know, I try to stick to that on a daily basis because that really helps to keep me grounded. And uh, physical fitness, and I, you know, I try to incorporate at least five days of doing some kind of activity, um, whether it be a Pilates class here in in Milan. Even though I don't speak Italian, but I just follow along. <laughs> you know, you just do your best, or mm -hmm. you know, and now it, you know, or leading myself through some sun salutations every morning, and um, getting out and spending time in nature as much as possible, because I do find that that is the ultimate grounding tool for me personally. Um, so if I, I find that if I can, you know, in you know, keep a combination of these things going in my life, despite where I am or what time zone I'm in, that really can help to keep me balanced. And, um, and a new thing that I am trying is I'm trying to take one day off a week from checking in online and social media. Ah. So we'll see, this is a new thing. It's mm -hmm. a result of after spending set eight days offline in Botswana and realizing that there was a lot to be gained through that break. I'm going to now give it a try. So um, hopefully I can tell you that I'm successful with this because social media and checking email is so addicting, as all of us know. And so I'm trying to break that. <laughs> I love all those things you said, Erica, because even Thank for you. someone that doesn't travel, you could mm. still put those into practice. Absolutely. And even though yes. watching what you eat, I mean, I can make an excuse for any anywhere I go and say, well, I'm on vacation. I have to right. experience the local fair. So right. there, there's, you can make excuses all day long. And when you travel 10 months out of the year, that would, I could see where that could get out of hand very quickly. So uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Those, so. are, those are great tips to keep in mind. <laughs> Thank you. So you. on top of those, um, what are, what are other things you do to care for your own well-being and, you know, dare say be selfish? Mm. Well, um, I definitely like to take time by myself. Um, I, as much as I'm a very social person and I lead these trips around the world where I am definitely very engaged with all of my clients experience. Um, the moment that I have an opportunity to, sort of take a break and be by myself, I take it and um, I utilize that time to just get back in touch with myself and to not give to anybody else and just take care of myself. And so I find myself doing things that, that I love to do by myself. For example, stroll through a neighborhood and go to little markets and cafes and sit and read or write in my journal at a cafe. I love doing something like that for a few hours just by myself. Mm -hmm. um, I love going on hikes by myself in safe areas, obviously, or going on walks. 
um, going to the gym and taking a class, something I do just by myself. It's solo time that even though there's other people around you, I'm not engaged with them because I really need to tune out and, you know, just have my own time. So of mm-hmm. course I'm friendly. I'm not unfriendly, but you know, I'm not there with friends. I'm just taking the time for myself. Um, I also find that when I, that whenever after traveling on long flights, like take getting a massage or, you know, taking a nice steam or a sauna really helps as well. Um, taking care of my body from the inside out there. And, um, another way that I love to take that I'm selfish and love to take care of myself is reconnecting with friends on long phone calls because <laughs> I don't necessarily one. get, <laughs> I don't get to necessarily see all of my friends in who live in the States um, as often as I would like to, because we're rarely in the same place at the same time anymore. So I do take time to really, I sort of set aside the time almost like it's a meeting with certain friends to, you know, have a long catch up. And I feel like it's very indulgent and, but it's definitely very needed because it's important that you maintain healthy relationships with your friends and your family. So that's a really important thing, aspect for me as well. And again, that's something that even if you're not traveling, I don't know that many people that actually pick up the phone and have conversations nowadays. So, Mm -hmm. um, that's a great, that's a great one to (laughs) to keep in mind. Um, is there anything you wish you could be doing more of? You know, I often wish that I had more time to take some courses, um, because I'm traveling so often, it's been really hard for me to, um, refresh. Like I'm a certified yoga teacher, but I haven't taken training courses in probably five years now. And I would love, it's something that it's a muscle that you constantly want to refresh and flex. And so I would love to be able to do more of that, but with the way that my schedule is traveling, it's really hard to be in one place long enough to do that. Um, I also would love to have more time to, um, sort of study something like art or study a foreign language. And again, it's all possible that you could do through online courses, but I really feel like I would learn more. I'm one of those people who likes to be, have a place to report to in order to actually stay diligent to the exercises. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I wish that I, I often, as much as I love what I'm doing and I love traveling, it's one of those things that I've had to sort of give up on the other side is being able to um, further educate myself in in certain environments um, because I'm just not pre- not able to be present. So, what's next for you? Well, we are revamping our website, which I'm very excited about. Um, so that's a big project that we're working on right now. Um, we've been, the new website will actually showcase our newest, the newest leg of our business, which is that we are now luxury travel advisors, which is basically a fancy term for travel agent, which (laughs) is something that, um, was a natural progression for us because we found that we have a very loyal following of clientele who travel with us and, um, we're always growing that. But at the same time, there's people who our trips are not ideal for them because let's say they want to go to the same place with their family or they don't have as much time off or they, you know, whatever, or their, our, our price point is too high for them or they want something even more luxurious or whatever it may be. So now we're able to meet everybody's needs and put together a customized travel 
for families or for solo travelers or for honeymoons or for whatever it may be, utilizing our insider access and all the research that we've done having visited over 65 countries. So it's a nice natural extension um, for, and it's a nice benefit for our clients as well who um, will be able to benefit from all of the research and the knowledge that we have. So I'm excited about that. And um, also taking more, giving more time to um, travel and wellness consulting, which is something that I've been doing a lot of in the past, but I haven't had as much time to focus on it. And so now I'm going to have a bit more time, hopefully, to focus on a couple key projects as well, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so just uh, seeing where the, you know, and of course, scouting some new countries, because that's always on the horizon. So um, we're looking into a gorilla trek in Rwanda and Namibia mm. for safari. And we're also looking into New Zealand and a couple at uh, Lisbon and a couple of other locations. So got a lot of travel on the horizon as well, as usual. I love that. Well, you, <laughs> not only do you gain so much expertise in traveling to these countries and then being able to, to plan trips for others, but um, you, like you said, you get to do what you loved and, and what you set out to do with this journey. So congratulations Thank on all you. your success so far. I'm so excited for um, where things are headed for your company and for you. Um, and you're so gracious to talk with us today. So thank oh, you again. Well, thank you, Allie, so much. It was a pleasure to be here. And I'm excited to um, continue to watch Selfish grow. <laughs> we will see. Book your next travel experience with Erica at escapetoshape.com. If you mention Selfish, you will receive $300 off. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on SelfishThePodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.